Hello and welcome back to the First and Ten podcast. Uh, we are here for, what day is it, Wednesday? Uh, oh yeah, Wednesday, so yeah, we're still doing the daily shows. I mean, we've made it through three days, that's uh, pretty good. Uh, today we're going to take a look back at um, well, all the last 24 hours or so of free agency. Um, and joining me for that, we've got Russell. Uh, how are you, Russell? I'm good, I'm good, thank you. Yeah, um, so, what's, is this your first time on this one? I can't, I can't think you've been on this one already, I think you have, haven't you? Um, I came on and did the uh, the Christmas, um, the quiz, the quiz. Yeah, you're on for the quiz, and then, well, and obviously you're on the host of our Raiders podcast. So, uh, how's that been going? Finished the whole season now. Well, yeah. Um, considering obviously like it was my first time actually doing a podcast, uh, it went well. I think. I mean, me and George enjoyed. It. Me and George enjoyed doing it. Um. And to the to the extent it pushed me on and spurred me on to do my own personal podcast about uh, well essentially my life. So the uh, the experience is is uh, invaluable. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, and like as I say, I enjoyed doing it, uh, and I gained well. Uh, I was able to go and obviously go down to training camp when the Raiders came over. What? How many people can say that they've they've gone and watched their team train? So like it's. It's definitely been an experience, one that I'm glad I uh, messaged and got the chance to do. So, oh, that's good. So, it's, uh, yeah, it's definitely good, the old, the training camps. And I haven't had the Patriots over yet, but we'll probably get them this year with uh, Andy <laughs> Dalton and, and and all these, the rest of uh, whoever is on our roster right now. So, uh, yeah, it's pretty fun, though, isn't it? So, I've been to a few of them now and, yeah, never the Patriots. But, yeah, I can't imagine how much fun that must be seeing your own team. It, uh, it was buzzing, and especially like I, I think I remember sending you the pictures and whatnot. Yeah. I was I was literally on the sideline, like you could smell the sweat. It was amazing. Yeah, I remember the first time. Just all of a sudden, like, I think Todd Gurley just walked past me. I was like, "What is going on?" <laughs> like I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah. I'm in the wrong place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does feel a bit like that, doesn't it? Um, well, we're on the Raiders, what do you think of the free agent move so far? I think uh, one of the better teams uh, in my eyes. Well. I like it. Um, obviously, well, one of one of my vocal points on the podcast was last season. Um, everybody apart from the uh, the front line just sucked. Like we we needed major help at linebacker, uh, and that's what we've gone out and done more or less. We've just signed linebackers left, right, and centre. Um, I don't get the whole uh, Jason Witten signing. I know it's a yeah. one year deal, and maybe it's just to coach up the uh, the the tight ends because last year we had three rookie two rookie tight ends and uh darren waller who was just absolutely amazing uh so i'm guessing that's going to be like a um a veteran leadership role seeing that's a one-year deal uh plus plus he can block um but last season i didn't think he had his hands were all there um he doesn't really I'm, move much now either does he Oh, exactly. He's, he's a, let's be honest. He's a bit old now. He, he retired because he he must have thought he he was done, and then he he must have wanted to he must have wanted to come back or whatever. He did that, but it's only one year. Um, I'm excited to see what uh what what Malik Collins does. The uh, the former cowboy defensive tackle, uh, quite a big lad. Hopefully, he can help with that run block. Um, but like I say, the linebackers I'm I'm impressed with. Um, apart from I'm not. Oh, I'm not too sure about Mariota. Uh, is he better than Carr? Mm, yeah. um, How do you see that one playing out? Do you think it's just Carr's job, or do you think it'll be a bit of a uh, like Tannehill situation where it's a toughie? Because like 
how 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 Mayock is saying it is Carr is our guy. We're not going for a quarterback. Carr runs Pruden's offense perfect. Um, well, to a high degree, yada yada yada. Uh, and I, I made it known even after meeting him. I I don't like him. Like he's not he's not the quarterback that I want. Like and Mariota isn't either. So how I see it panning out would be. Obviously, they're going to go into spring training. They're going to see who's the better. They're probably going to give Carr the starting job, regardless of how Mariota does. Uh, and as soon as he fucks up, I think they'll give Mariota his shot. Um, but then I wouldn't be surprised if they've got Mariota in to be the starter and they're, sh- they're trying to shop Carr. Yeah, it's, because, it still gets banned around as a trade candidate, doesn't it? Because Gruden's never never really defended him and at the end of last season in the I guess I guess you call it the uh, the, the goodbye um, press conference like end of season press conference he was he was constantly asked is Derek Carr your quarterback and, and he wouldn't answer the question yeah. so and then, exactly and I mean the season prior he was he was uh, there was talks of him shopping him then but it'd be a bit awkward if he does shop him because reportedly he's bought a house next to him in Vegas. So that's going to be uh, a bit interesting. But in terms of that, I think I think Carr will be the starter. I don't see us drafting a quarterback. Well, one of the high-caliber quarterbacks. We might go after, like I don't know, a third or fourth rounder. But um, I don't I don't think we'll be in for one of the star. Like people have got us to- uh, taken um, love from Washington. I don't see it happening. I thought heading into free agency that was where it was going, but yeah, I did, I did, but you never know. As you say, um, the NFL has been the last few days has been been crazy. I mean, he Kai is obviously on a mega contract. He's he's owed a lot of money, so God forbid we find out tomorrow uh, or later on this evening the Raiders have cut Car, <laughs> yeah. or, or we've traded him, or. Yeah, but yeah, I'm glad we've got a lot of linebackers on, which potentially means we're going after some receivers because there are some tasty receivers in this year's draft. Yeah, definitely all the way through the draft. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I suppose that's the Raiders' moves coming. We might as well move on to some of the big news for the last 24 hours. Uh, when we recorded yesterday's podcast, it was about five minutes after the Tom Brady until he was leaving the Patriots, but it now looks like it is all but certain to go to the Bucks. So, well, what do you think of that? I'd say, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's bath- it's it's absolutely baffling. Like it, earlier on in the day before it happened, uh, my phone pinged and it was like, ah, oh, the the, uh, the charges have offered Brady thirty million, and I was like, oh no, don't do that, don't don't go to my division. <laughs> and then and then it was like, ah, oh, the Buccaneers have also offered him thirty million. I'm like, okay. And then I'm trying to get my head around it because obviously Winston Winston did it. Oh, you could argue he played. Well, I mean, he threw over uh, 5,000 yards. He had 33 touchdowns, but he threw 30 interceptions. I mean, surely Brady, an an age Brady, can be better than that. Um, And obviously, he's going to he's going to inherit. I wouldn't say I wouldn't I wouldn't call Mike Evans young, but he's still he's still got the quality. He's going to inherit three quality receivers, uh, a pretty young and. and if he's given the opportunity, tight end in, uh, I can't even remember his name now. Um, OJ Howard. OJ Howard, that's the one, who last season was completely just not even u- utilised, in my opinion. And then 
uh, Rolando um, Allen. Allen, Rolando Allen, the running back, I think he's uh, f- former UFC Trojan, so I've always, well, so Rolando Jones. Um, that offense is stacked. And my brother's also a, a Bucks fan, so he's he's excited about it. I just don't. I see the hype. I can't. I can't see the Bucks winning the Super Bowl, or they might push for a playoff spot. But you've got to remember they're in the same division as uh, as the Saints and the Panthers, and the Panthers have just upgraded their quarterback. I'm assuming we'll talk about later. And yeah, yeah he's, and he's Drew, on the list. <laughs> And Drew Brees has just resigned. So that's that's a tough division now, a really tough division. Uh, I think they might they might scrape the playoffs, but I don't see them. I don't see them doing all that well. Yes, Brady's arguably a goat, but how long more can he do for? And thirty million a year? That's that's a lot of that's a lot of cap space, these are not. Yeah, definitely. And I, I still stand by that last season. He was he was actually all right, and uh, it was the stuff around he had, him. That was he had no receivers. He had no yeah. receivers, and he had no confidence in the ones that were out there either. And exactly. I do think he was better than uh, he sort of gets credit for right now. But uh, yeah, it's a it's a weird move at what forty two to uh, to go and go to a brand new system, new coach, and I, mean, I think the only thing we can we can take from that. Sorry to interrupt. He's right. obviously um, Arians. He's he's meant to be like a quarterback whisperer, isn't he? Yeah. So and obviously he's not going to have to whisper much in Brady's ear, but is he going to change his system to fit Brady? Or I don't know. I think he has to because I'm not sure uh, Brady goes into there and uh, becomes Seamus Winston or uh, Ryan no. Fitzpatrick overnight because he's just not that player. But no. I mean, he did a lot of good work with uh, Carson Palmer, didn't he? So yeah, he did. More be the model that they'll sort of be in that sort of line rather than. Sort of the last season's bucks, but yeah, it's tough to know, isn't it? I mean, it'll, it's definitely it's definitely a system shock. Let's be honest. Yeah. Uh, even if you went to the Chargers, that had been a system shock. But then, if I was given the option, Tampa Bay or, or uh, the Chargers, I think I'm going Tampa Bay because uh, I'm not playing. I'm not playing in front of 500 fans every week. <laughs> yeah. And- I think that was the main reason the Chargers rim for him almost, just to yeah. try and get some uh, fans to the stadium. To sell shirts and get fans. <laughs> yeah, they need to do something, that's for sure. Um, well, you mentioned Bree, so he's, he's yeah. re-signed in New Orleans. Um, I mean, it's not really a big shock, is it? I don't think uh, anyone thought he was going anywhere. He's, oh, I, I personally think he'll be there for another, what? I think he signed a two-year contract. I yeah. think he'll I think he'll do that contract out and then he'll retire, which yeah. obviously gives them two years to uh, decide what they're doing with uh, is it Taysom Hill, Taysom? Yeah. whether he's going to be the guy or they're going to get somebody else in, because obviously they've got rid of Teddy. Yeah, it's interesting to see because they all they talk about Taysom Hill. I'm not not one of these advise it that he is a sort of a, a franchise quarterback, but I mean maybe he is. They they got a lot of confidence in him. They see him a lot more than we do. But well, he's yeah, kept he's, him around, hasn't he? So. Yes, and I mean he's more than a quarterback for them, isn't he? But so it's paying him quite a lot of money, I think, to stay there. So yeah, yeah, uh, interesting one. So not unexpected, but yeah, it's uh, another deal done. Um, another quarterback that sort of made a pretty expected move was uh, Philip Rivers to the Colts. I mean, what do you think of this one? Because not not uh, not my favourite move that the Colts have made in recent times. I don't get it. I felt last year Jacoby uh, played pretty well. 
um, given, given, let's be honest, he was probably chucked in the deep end. Oh, I'm retiring. Uh, you need a quarterback now, guys. And luckily for them, they had to go beyond the roster. I think he did pretty well. Uh, I'd argue he did better than Phil Rivers did last season. Yeah, I'd say so. And, and, I, and I'd, I'd also argue that Phil Rivers had a better offense around him in San Diego, or in LA, than, than uh, Jacoby had in, in uh, Indy. Yeah, Colts got a good line, but I mean, T.Y. Hilton was, in, it, sorry, was injured for a lot of last season, wasn't he? And they didn't have yeah. tons of other weapons, obviously, exactly. the two tight ends, but not tons else behind them. So, if well, what was it, a one-year deal? That's probably going to be, come come here, see what you can do. If you can if you can perform, we'll chuck some money at you. But Or is he going to, is he going to be a stop filler just just this season while they draft a, a, a rookie quarterback this year? Well, we we mentioned uh, love to the Raiders. I, I think they I think the Colts are a prime candidate to take one in that. While they one spot behind you, while they're dropping thirteen something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, actually, no, they traded that away, haven't they? What am I talking about? Yeah, so yeah, that's gone. So yeah, they can't even oh, get yeah. one in the first round. So yeah, but they, they, they feel like they're a team that could take one, don't they? Still, maybe the back end of the first, they trade back into the. Oh yeah, they, they've still got picks of the latter rounds, but you never know. I mean, God forbid we see a uh, a T Y Hilton gets traded for some picks or something. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't. I don't think it'd be the biggest shock in the world after his injuries well, and yeah, it's been yeah, a few but, quid, isn't he? But, but would they get a first round for him? I don't think they would at this stage. Um, after the, uh, yesterday's fiasco. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah bizarre trades and stuff for this. Uh, this pre-agent period so far. Um, one more quarterback signed and on the move is uh, Teddy Bridgewater. You've already mentioned him to the Panthers. I mean, what do you think of that one? I'm not a Bridgewater guy, really. I think this is a pretty dull move. I'm not really buying into hype. I don't really understand why so many teams wanted him. But uh, what, what do you think of this one? I mean, I think he did well. He did well, given, given the situation when, obviously, Breeze went down. He did, but... You also got to remember, he flopped when he got dra- when he got signed. When he was dra- when he was drafted, he flopped. Let's be honest. He got- okay, he got injured, and then when he came back, he wasn't he wasn't the Teddy Bridgewater that they thought they had. Um, I felt he filled in well for Breeze, but is he better than a healthy Cam Newton? No, he's not. Not not for me. And then when obviously all this talk was going that they, the Panthers wanted Bridgewater, and then and then I saw I think I saw. I think it was Bleach Report tweeted out um, Cam Newton and the, the Panthers have agreed to the mutual to let him trade. And I'm like, okay. And then shortly after Cam Newton tweeted, I didn't want to trade. So it's almost like they've given up on him now, the Panthers have. He's, he's, Newton's not even going to be considered. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, it wasn't that long ago that they, um, there's a report from Ian Rappaport that he was going to be their starter. They sort of, well, yeah. Because they couldn't really trade him because of his injuries and stuff. It's it's mind baffling. I mean, I I liked well, I, I, it's probably the wrong wording. I liked when he went out injured and they um, is it Kyle Allen? Yeah, he, I felt he did okay. It was uh, fun, wasn't so maybe maybe Bridgewater's like the the Philip Rivers. Maybe Bridgewater's going to come in. He's going to obviously he's got a longer contract. I think it's a three or four year thing. Um, maybe Bridgewater's going to go into the Panthers, see what he can do, and then. Maybe second year, maybe next year, because next year um, there's some tasty quarterbacks coming out. Maybe they take a quarterback there. But to, to, to say what they did about Cam Newton and saying they mutually agreed to let him have a trade suggests that 
that they, he's dead. But obviously, the Panthers are under a complete and utter new um, regime, aren't they? New, yeah. new, new court, well, new coach, new. Um, so, I guess it's the coach wanted Teddy. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird situation because say Cam come out and basically said. This wasn't my. This wasn't my doing. I didn't. Yeah. Want this. And then Greg Olsen replied on that post saying, "Sort of sounds familiar." So, probably not yeah. all rosy at the Panthers. And they they come across as one of the sort of more together franchises, but perhaps they're not. But maybe they're just being a bit more ruthless with these players. But it's a weird situation. It's definitely weird. But then look at the last few days of the NFL. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely bizarre days. Um, it's, good, it's good to have some uh, NFL news, though, isn't it? To, to take it away from some of the other stuff going on. But definitely. Um, well, that's. I think that's all the quarterbacks that uh, actually signed yesterday. We've got. We'll talk about some of the ones that are left in a while. But um, some of the other players, uh, Robert Quinn to the Bears. I think that was a uh, a good move for them. Def- contract, yeah, definitely. But... Definitely. Oh, massive contract. Yeah. Give, give um, them such a, another weapon, doesn't it? Uh, that defensive line. Well, yeah, that that well going into Wembley last season, that defense, I'm going to lie, scared me. Obviously, headlined by Khalil Mack. Uh, sorry, not Wembley, um, Spurs Stadium. But Robert Quinn, another another beast to add to that line. I mean, that front that front seven probably they, they're probably going to drop. Um, I would personally put Khalil now back at linebacker where he, he was first drafted as a Raider, uh, and just put Quinn on that D line, but. The front seven I said potentially for the Bears could be could be pretty scary again. Yeah. yeah. Even more so now with Quinn with with or without him. But like you say, it's a big contract the Bears are gonna eat considering uh they're gonna have to pay Trubisky or get rid of Trubisky. <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, probably the latter. They don't. Yeah, uh, yeah. They they really feel like a Cam Newton landing spot to me if he uh, does go somewhere. But yeah, we're interested to see that one. Um, another one, uh, Gerald McCoy to Cowboys. Um, he got I think just a one year deal. Oh, three year deal. Sorry. Three year uh, deal. Yeah. Tell you uh, what played for Panthers last season had. I think he played. Well. Season, yeah. I mean, obviously he's replacing um, Malik Collins, who they've obviously. Uh, more or less just lost in the Raiders might be picking up uh, out of the two I'd take Gerald McCoy um, but then obviously he's got a he's potential well he's been toted to have a uh, a bad attitude um, hence why he was kicked out of Tampa Bay yeah. um, but you can't argue he's on the field he's uh, productive but yeah. three three years gives them obviously a bit of leeway um, maybe in the third year they decide they don't want him no more they can get rid and I'd assume, what, he's 32, I think. Um, I think yeah, yeah. I'd assume it's a deal that sort of worked that they can get out of it pretty easy, uh, pretty mm-hmm. quickly. Um, another big one was uh, DJ Reader to the Bengals. That was 50 million or so, I think, over three years, something like that. That's a pretty big move from the Bengals. Um, what do you think of that one? Um, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. I'm thinking they've just dumped cash on him because yeah. they have cash to dump on him. Um, I scream that, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, we need someone, we might as well pay him. Yeah, I mean, it's not like he was that impressive last season. I mean, just quickly get your stats up. He only had two and a half sacks. Yeah, not, not like it's... it's. It's not screaming big money to me. And the season before, he had two sacks. Um, I know he's a nose tackle, so he's predominantly just a run block, uh, the the run side of the D. But it's not. It's not for a twenty-five year old. You would expect in better numbers than that. 
for the mud they're paying out for him. Um, and it's not like Houston's defense last season was scary either. No, they, they were quite soft. It's not an area of weakness. You wouldn't really say for the Bengals. They got a lot of areas. No, but that's not uh, one well, that yeah. screams out. But uh, yeah, a, bit, a lot of money for yeah, player with not tons of production. It's um, yeah, all I can assume is that they wanted to chuck money at somebody. Um, but hey, they're gonna have to chuck three or four years of down the line. They're gonna have to chuck money at that quarterback if they want to keep him. Yeah. <laughs> um, another move, Nick Beasley to the Titans. That was, uh, I think, it's a one-year deal. That one, but uh, yeah, and good move for them. We're pretty talented defense already, and he has a bit of a veteran present to them. I like Nick Beasley. I liked him when he got drafted. Uh, I liked him last year at the Falcons, even though the beginning of the season they were kind of poor on the D. Um, but I like Vic Beasley. Yeah, I think he, he adds a bit of leadership. I think to this team. Um, sort of quite a young defence on the whole aren't they I think he uh, I think he can bring a lot to them I think that's what the Titans were lacking last year as well was the uh, the rush on the edge which yeah. obviously Vic is going to bring and he's only 27 uh, yeah it feels like he's been around for ages really but yeah it, it does it does he feel, it does feel like well obviously he's a veteran at 27 uh, he's been in this season now well I can't even tell you but it feels like he's been there for quite a while yeah. um, but last year he had 8 sacks and that, that's what you want I mean, eight sacks on a defense that arguably was a bit soft um, for the Falcons. Don't really need to uh, argue it. I think uh, well, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty fair. But he's out of Clemson, and look at look at what came out of Clemson recently. I mean, their their front, well, their their line, the whole defensive line, the last two seasons from Clemson has graduated and been drafted. So he's come from pedigree. Um, yeah, for his career, I think he's sitting on about thirty-eight. Well. He says, yeah, 30, 38 sacks for his career. Uh, he's, he was drafted 2015, so he's he's doing well. Yeah, and in that page, um, sorry, uh, Falcons Super Bowl run, he was one of the stars, yeah. really, for that team. He was, con- considering. And um, his highest highest sack, I think, that, yeah, that, that, that year, for the, he had 16 sacks that year that, for the Super Bowl run. So it's game-changing numbers, isn't it? It is. It really is. Um, and if if he can get his feet in that defense and be the leader that Titans need, I mean, nobody had the Titans last year going to the Super Bowl or even the AFC Championship, let's be honest. Uh, he could be one of the, the pieces that they need to actually get people thinking they can actually do something. Yeah, definitely. And one year, nine and a half million is... It's nothing. Pretty if much a per- risk for you in uh, the current exactly. action, isn't it? If he performs, then... Just you know what I mean? It, it's what it's what I guess they call contract years, isn't it? But he's only getting that one year to to impress the Titans. And a lot of them deals have worked out for teams in recent years, haven't they? These uh, players that come in, prove it for that one year, and then move on. But we see plenty of them on Super Bowl teams. Definitely. I mean, I mean, I think, sorry, I think you mentioned him yesterday, like Ndamukong Sue. Yeah. But he he's he's a point in case for that kind that kind of contract, that kind of deal. They they know he can perform, so they give him they give him the one year, the two year, and then he goes somewhere else. That that that's the the, the perfect example. So Vic Bees is now going into the Titans. They've given him the one year contract. He knows he can perform, so he he could potentially stay there or go somewhere else and get more money. Yeah, definitely, he feels like that sort of plan take him to the next level, or at least be yeah. part of them moving to the next level anyway. Um. 
one more move uh, before we get on to some of the other stuff, uh, some of the free agents that are remaining and maybe where they could end up. Um, Jordan Howard to the Dolphins. It's not the most interesting move, but they really struggled at running back last year, didn't they? And, I mean, I assume they're going to have a young quarterback uh, in a few weeks' time. So, I mean, I think it's really helped them out having a sort of decent, solid running back back there. Well, yeah, I, I think I think it does. Obviously, Brian Flores, um, I think he must have had a plan with the uh, the hierarchy. Because, uh, obviously, for most of the last season, it was tanked for two But... Uh, and he didn't lose his job for it, so... <laughs> they accidentally won, what, four or five games? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, are, we, are, we, are you sure we're tanking? No, yeah, we'll get we'll get a few wins, just to... <laughs> they had like, no players, but uh, yeah, I think he did a really good coaching job, didn't he, to get them there? Yeah, and then, obviously, they get rid of Kenyon Drake, uh, who who's obviously now on the uh, the Cardinals. Uh, they got rid of Malik uh, Fitzpatrick, who I, I was like, what are you doing? And, obviously, they acquired a first-round pick and all that jazz. But no, once again, he what he he could be a veteran presence um, and maybe a safety blanket for a young quarterback. Like, and he's quite a big running back as well. So he, I don't know how he's uh, how he's run blocking is, but maybe he could um, be be a good blocker as well on the uh, the passes. Because um, looking at their roster now for running back, I can name one person that I know, and uh, that's Miles Gaskin. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'd expect him to take a step up in year two, but yeah, again, mm. Howard alongside him, I think it's a uh, yeah, really good move for them. Once again, though, like the Witten thing, he could be he could there as a as a mentor, as a trainer, um, yeah. but definitely got the veteran experience to know how to play in the league. Uh, so, yeah, I think it's a good move. They've not shelled out a lot of money for him. Uh, but saying that, they've got a shit ton of money to spend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah still got plenty left to spend on these uh, next few days and well, yeah. the coming weeks. But yeah, so uh, that's sort of, I'd say there's plenty of other moves and we could talk about them forever. But uh, yeah, got to move on to some of the other stuff. Um, later today, teams can sort of, it's the post-June 1st designation, so they can release players and uh, they'll be, um, the cap hit will be split over a couple of years. So uh, there's definitely some players that will come out in that, someone like Alshon Jeffrey. I think is uh, almost guaranteed. Tremaine Johnson, I think the Jets already announced he's going to be uh, released. But there's some uh, good players that come out to get added to these free agents. Um, but who knows who will come out in that. But I think the big sort of story, well, not big story, but sort of the most interesting is that the Rams, who I think are in a bit of a cat mess right now, are looking at Todd Gurley and Brandon Cooks. I mean, would you want either of them? You've uh, already said the Raiders are looking at wide receivers. Would you want Brandon Cooks? I mean, he's a really good player, but I mean, he can't really stand the field, can he? He's he he's a quality player when he's on the field, and a bit like yesterday's podcast when you I can't remember who you're talking about now, um, but it was when he was on the field as well. He he can play, but last season I had I picked up Brandon Cooks in my fantasy team, and I was trying to trade him all season because he was never healthy, and when he was healthy, it was like he was lagging behind, like, and then he wasn't healthy, and it's like if they try and trade him, they can't expect much back no. but then but then saying that whoever does if they do go in for him if they get a healthy Brandon Cooks you and you don't pay that much obviously you won't be expecting to pay that much because of last season and his injuries uh, and you get the healthy version you've got a steal an absolute steal because potentially he was what he could have been 
arguably their number one receiver. Yeah, I don't think heading into last year he probably was uh, considered that. Because I'm a big fan of Robert Woods, but he's getting old. Um, Cooper Cup had a bit of an injury scare last season, uh, but we all know what he can do. And Brandon's obviously got the uh, the take the top off the defense um, capability with his speed. Um, but in terms of what can they get from him, I don't think they can get a lot from him. In terms of will people come in for him, I don't think they will, based on last year. Yeah. And the same for Todd Gurley. I mean, their Super Bowl run, he was like a god. And then last season, it was like he forgot how to play. I think that's a bit... Last season, I think he was just limited every week. And when you're paying the player that much money, especially a running back, you need him to be played every down. And I you do. don't think he can do that anymore. So, yeah, I don't know which teams would be in for him. I've seen the Bucks linked, but, I mean, I just don't don't really see it but I mean I guess if you can get him for a relatively low pick then the upside's still there because I think he did show it show flashes still last year but but maybe that's what he needs maybe he needs a new a new a new fresh of you know what I mean like a yeah. new start a new, a new place yeah, it does and maybe happen, that doesn't it well, yeah of course it does maybe that off flush when he, if he gets a, a new city to play in or maybe there's some underlying problems with the coaching and, and him and or I don't know I mean one of them, he we know he's got the quality in him, but last season he just looked absolutely dead. Yeah, he uh, isn't somebody who'd want to be spending too much money on, is he? Oh, forget that. I mean, obviously you're going to have to absorb his contract, whoever, whoever, if anyone does come in. Uh, as you say, it's quite a chunky, and I think he's still got a few years left on it. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, not not that I'd want to be signing, but, but <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me they do manage to find someone to trade for him, though. But I wouldn't want them on the Raiders for certain. They no. can they can both stay in LA for like a yeah. I might take Cooks back on the, the Patriots if it was a deal, but yeah, not uh, the the cash amount. I don't think uh, it's even a possibility for the Patriots. But yeah, interesting to see where they're done if they're released, if they're traded, if they're whatever happens to them. It's a uh, yeah. The Rams are in a bit of a mess, really, aren't they? After going oh, after that Super Bowl. as well. Oh yeah, and they you got to remember as well that look how much money they chucked at. Um, I forget his name, Jared Goff. Look how much money they chucked at him. So yeah, I don't think they're that happy about <laughs> that deal now. Not at all. But, yeah, it's tough when uh, it leads you to a Super Bowl win. What his second season was it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's hard not to give him the contract, but yeah, it's uh, yeah, one of them awkward spots they sort of backed themselves into, and yeah, I think they're going to regret that one in a couple of years' time when they can't get rid of it. Um, well. Might as well move on to sort of the best free agents left. Um, I mean, there's still there's plenty of moves been done, uh, plenty of deals been done, but there's plenty of uh, free agents left and some big names out there still. Um, the QBs are sort of thinning out though. Um, James Winston's about the only sort of potential starter left as a free agent, and obviously Andy Dalton is probably available via a trade. But um, I mean, definitely he's available. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd be, I mean, I, I could see him uh, holding on to him if. No one really sort of comes in. I don't think they're going to cut him or anything, but yeah, I think he's definitely available. And I mean, the Raiders, uh, if it was moving on from Derek Carr, would you want either of them? Do you think either of them would be an upgrade? Um, Andy Dalton, maybe. I mean, it's not like last season or the season prior. Well, no, in fact, last season, it's not like he had the best offensive line behind him. 
Uh, and when AJ Green went down, he didn't really have much to throw to either. But in previous seasons, he has played well for the Bengals. Um, obviously, he's getting a bit older now. Uh, can he still do it to that quality? Is he better than Carr? No. But I'd take him. I'd take him as a cheeky backup. Um, but I wouldn't. I, I couldn't trust Winston. I could. I couldn't trust somebody that threw more interceptions last season than most quarterbacks threw touchdowns. Yeah. It's, it's a weird, a weird spot for Winston because when, he, he ha- when he's, he's good, got he's the potential, so good, though. isn't he? Yeah, he has got the potential. Yeah, if he could put it together for a season, or even get sneak into the playoffs and put it together, there's. I think of all the quarterbacks sort of available, he's the only one who gives that sort of upside of putting a Eli Manning, Joe Flacco type run together. So who would you want out of those two to as your quarterback up for the Patriots? I mean. Right now, I would I would take Winston because we might as well at least be fun. Even if we're uh, going to be rubbish, we might as well be fun. But I mean, I think it, I think it's more likely to be Dalton. I think they, he fits in more with uh, what Belichick would want. But for me, that's a bit of a pointless move. I think we end up just basically being the Bengals of what is it, the last six, seven years he's been now Dalton. Yeah. I think we just end up being that sort of team. But I mean, I don't think any of the options are uh, particularly great. But then maybe maybe like like the Todd Gurley maybe maybe Dalton just needs a new a new scenario. Yeah, definitely, and he's spent a lot of time in in, uh, in Cincy. Yeah, in a not great system really. So yeah, who knows? Maybe they could get the best out of him. And he has had them seasons. You said he's uh, flashed at times, but I don't think any of the options right now for the Patriots are great. As soon as uh, Brady announced it, wasn't exactly. Um, tons of good options out there. I think it's just sort of making the best of a bad situation, really. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's 32, so he's still got a few years left on him. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, uh, yeah, who knows? Get, get him with a good OC and maybe we'll uh, come right on. But, yeah, I'm not, not convinced he's a Super Bowl caliber quarterback, that's for sure. No. Um, I mean, there's plenty of good running backs out there still. Um, Say so it's tough, tough for these uh, running backs in this sort of day and age because. I mean, on the whole, they just don't get paid. Look at the ones that have. We've already spoken about Todd Gurley. You pay a running back, you regret it quite often. So very much do. I mean, Le'Veon Bell, anybody? Yeah, I mean, I still, be- I still think Bell's a good player, but he just, I don't know, it's weird, isn't it? But um, I mean, Melvin Gordon's the sort of headliner, isn't it, on these running back groups? He was coming into free agency. Yeah. I mean, where where do you see him ended up? Because I, I don't really know. There's a, I think there's plenty of teams out there that would like him, but. Just whether they'll pay him what he wants, but I mean, whether or not he wants to play there. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I, I think I think he's one of the players left that I mean, he's one a difference maker. He can be that. I mean, he was for the Chargers, wasn't he? Uh, um, what last? Not last year, the season before. He was one of the best running backs in the league. Mm-hmm. So some people were saying the second coming of uh, the Damien Thomason. Yeah, I mean, he was he was excellent. He could do it all, couldn't he? He was good in the uh, good catching the ball, good running the ball. I think he's somebody that you can get on probably a relatively cheap deal. And I mean, look what Carlos Hyde did. He's another free agent, but look what he did at Texas last year. He was a thousand yard rusher. I think I Gordon's he did got amazing. A, I think Gordon's got more upside than Hyde had last year, hasn't he? Oh, definitely. And and he's got more pedigree behind him. Like he's got he, he's got more of a like a stat sheet to say, look, I can do it. Uh, make me happy, and I'll do it for you. Sort of thing. Whereas Carlos Hyde seems to be like. Um, Last-minute pickup sort of thing. I know, I, but like you say, last se- but the season before, Carlos Hyde earned his money more or less with that thousand-yard um, season and, and all that jazz. But Melvin Gordon, 
uh, once again, a bit like, a bit like a, uh, a Le'Veon Bell cocky attitude. Uh, I'm I deserve this um, attitude. Like obviously the uh, the Chargers didn't want to pay him. They chucked all their money at um, Austin Eckler. Um, someone's bound to pick Gordon up, but I, I can't honestly say who. I, I wouldn't think who would. Uh, he's gonna he's gonna ask for at least fifty. I reckon a year. Oh, I reckon he'll be lucky to get half that. This, uh, oh this yeah, stage. but he, he's he's definitely he's definitely looking for big money. Um, because that's why he, he was having these arguments with the the, the Chargers, wasn't he? Yeah. So, um. If, if if I'm a team sitting out there with um a young a young quarterback, then Gordon, somebody I'm definitely targeting. I think. Oh, yeah, he's got the hands, doesn't he? He's like everyone says tight ends are a quarterback's best friend, their safety blanket, so to speak. But in this day and age, the uh, the quote unquote the scat back running back that can come out the back and catch your ball and go down, it's it's Melvin Gordon. Like he, he can do all of that. If 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 you've exhausted all your uh, your checkdowns and you're, you're you know that Gordon's behind you and he's taking a route, if he gets that ball and uh, one or two cuts, he's gone. He's, he's, if you can get him for the right price, that's a, that's a safety blanket. I don't think any quarterback would say no to. Yeah, definitely. I think yeah, I think he could end up being one of the one of the bargains of this free agency. There's not many sort of difference makers out there, but I think he's one of the few left. Um, well, talking about difference makers, this wide receiver group's pretty thin right now. Um, there's not much out there. Luckily, there's a lot coming through in the draft, but if you're looking for a free agent, I mean, who are you looking at? There's Robbie Anderson's left, Emmanuel Sanders, Nelson Aguilar. They don't exactly sort of jump off the page to you, do they? No. Out of those three, I would take Emmanuel Sanders, if I'm honest. Yeah, I think so. Um, I, obviously, I'm a USC Trojan fan, like I mentioned, so Nelson Aguilar's got a little bit of a little bit of twinkle in his eye towards me, but he's not done it in the NFL. And, and quite a lot of players just don't do it in the NFL, period. But... Robbie Anderson going to be asking for the big money because obviously he was the Jets' quote unquote star receiver. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders, I know he's next donkey uh, and a uh, an ex um, 49 now, but he can still play and he can still put the stats up and he and he was he was so much of a target that they traded for him. He's 33 years old, but he can still play. I'd take I'd take Sanders. I'd give him a cheeky two years. Because um, what? Last, yeah, yeah. I think I think it'd be worth it. He was he was what 200 yards, if that, short of a thousand yards last season. Yeah, something like that. And yeah, and you can't really say that the, the Broncos were good last season. So, and I think he only he didn't he didn't have that many games as a 49er. So when he did get the ball, he played well. And let's not forget, he played amazing at the uh, at the Pittsburgh Steelers. So yeah, I'd, I'd take Sanders. I think Sanders has still got some uh, some tread on the tyres, but I would offer Robbie Anderson. No, obviously, if you need a deep threat, then Anderson's great. But you say I think he's going to want a bigger deal than I would personally want to pay someone of that sort of that style of uh, wide receiver. I think you can find them. Pretty easy. Like, I'm not saying you will find someone as good as him, but for the amount you'd have to pay for someone, I'd uh, rather go for the cheaper option for that style of player who's just basically a deep threat, isn't he? 
But then, like we said at the beginning of the show, this year's draft is stacked from round one to round seven to, to undrafted in receivers. Yeah. Yeah, which you can get on a four-year deals. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't think you need to pay someone like Robbie Anderson big money, do you? Nah. And like, let's be honest, he's going to be asking for the big money because he still thinks he was the best player on that Jets team. Definitely. Um, well, tight ends. There's some names at tight end, but I'm not sure any of my great options. You've got Tyler Eifert and Jordan Reed, who are both... Well, if you can keep on the field, they're good again. <laughs> they're, but um, how often does that happen with them two throughout their careers? But, I mean, Eric Ebron's probably the best of what's left there. I mean, is he somebody you'd take a shot on? If he can stay healthy. I mean, I remember his, his fiascos and his, his health issues the Colt. Was it the Colts? Yeah. Yeah. And then he went to the Giants. Um, there's a reason he's a free agent. And I think it's because of his health. If he stays healthy, once again, if, he's he's a good a good tight end, a decent tight end. The same with uh, Tyler Elford. But yeah. I've always felt, because playing the fantasy side of the, of the sport, I've always felt that the tight end, um, the tight end pool is pretty pretty crap. There's, yeah. You've got the top the top three, top four, and then the rest you you take if you have to. <laughs> well, look, look at some of the signs this week. You've had some uh, like Austin Hooper got big money. You've got mm-hmm. well, you've, you've signed Witten. You mentioned already. There's uh, there's not exactly tons and tons of players out there for oh. that. Sort of, especially there's not many difference makers. I guess is the thing, isn't it? At tight end anymore. And if, and if they are a difference maker, they've got. They've got contracts yeah. that are, that are uh, solid and they're not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think um, one of them, George Kittle, is about to get a big old deal. I think that uh, I think he is one of the big winners in that Austin Hooper deal because I think he's about to negotiate a contract. So, yeah, that's oh, yeah. Be, uh, if, interesting numbers on that one. If Hooper can get that money, Whittle and Kelsey are like um, checkbooks. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, well, offensive line. There's been a few signings so far, but there's not tons left. There's uh, you've got Andrew Whitworth and Jason Peters are probably the two best tackles, and I mean they've got an, a combined age of almost eighty, I think. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah, not, there's not tons out there. There's uh, there's plenty of players, but I'm not sure there's that many good players. And first of all, we're seeing some of these uh, some of these deals for tackles come through, and you sort of go, oh, can't they paid that? But when you look at what's left, there's I not think when you look at the free agents. For the offensive line, you, it's rare to see a young offensive lineman as a free agent. It's it's more or less oh you're uh, you're quite aged now. Um, you've you've had a few injuries, especially in your knees or in your shoulders. Uh, we don't think you can do it for us. There's no more. Uh, Teams just and, don't let them get away, do they? If they're good. Yeah, yeah. Like if if you've got that pedigree and you're you're good, you're good enough. Um, for the contract, for the big money contract, the chances are you don't leave the team you get drafted by, uh, which is a shame, really, when it comes to um, offensive linemen, because they are people don't consider them a skill, but to move your feet and your hands that quick, um, and to be able to block sometimes two two defenders, it's quite quite a skill. It's a shame, but like you say, mo- the, uh, the the top two that, that are left at the moment, uh, Whitworth and Peters, they're quite old old men now. Um, maybe maybe somebody will give them the uh, the one year, the two year. Yeah. They could they could be a good veteran. 
Um, yeah, definitely. If you're looking for that just final piece, then I think they can go yeah. in and do something. But yeah, they're uh, if, when they're the sort of big names now, that's it's, you're struggling, aren't you? Really? Definitely. Um, well, as I get onto the defensive side, um, well, I've got to split up. We might as well just talk about them together. Just the whole defensive line. I mean, two big names. You already mentioned one of them, and Dom and Sue, but. Got Jadavion Clowney still looking for a team. It doesn't seem like his uh, market's quite what I think he was expecting. Um, I mean, personally, I don't think I would give him the big bucks if I was if I was a GM. I think he's good in the run game. I don't think he's enough in the passing game to really demand that. But I mean, would would you pay Clowney if you were a team? I would take Clowney as a Raider. Would you? Now I know we have quite a nice young. Um, Edge rushes at the moment with uh, Max Crosby and Keenan uh, Fernell, but I think I think Clowney's that he is that player. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. you look, you're looking for a difference maker, someone that will get to that quarterback or will get to that running back and put pressure on that line. There's a reason why the uh, the Forty Nine uh, the, uh, the Seahawks went for him, but then you've got to, I don't know why the Texans let it go of him. <laughs> That's just the whole Texans thing. But. Yeah. yeah, I don't think anything the Texans do totally makes sense. I think mean, one big thing he's got is that I think he is a big game player. I think mean, if mm-hmm. you look through his career, a lot of the best games have come in sort of his team's bigger games. And I mean, that that is value in itself, isn't it? That really, when it really matters, you're going to show up. But it's just, I just think there's too many games when he just doesn't. You don't really see him at all. I think, I think he loses interest. Yeah. But out, problem, out of that... Out of the well, yeah, well, you you don't want to be paying somebody ten, fifteen, twenty million dollars to, to to be like, oh, I'm not really feeling it today. Yeah, play four good games a year. So yeah, that's not what you need. But out of out of that line, um, talking the uh, the edge rushes and the interiors. Um, so we're looking at what Clowney, we're looking at Dominic Sue, Derek Wolf, uh, Dante Fowler, Everson Griffin. They're all quality players. Don't get me wrong, but would I take Clowney? Yes, for the right price, and I wouldn't pay big money. I'd probably give him a two-year deal, see if he's in with the team, and if he if he performs well um, consistently, maybe give him an extension. The same with Dominic Sue. I thought when he got drafted and when he was playing for the for the Lions, he was an absolute monster. Okay, he, he had a few a few hiccups, especially that uh, that kick in the face and. Yeah. And all that jazz. But I but, you sort of want that from a defensive lineman, really. I know. You do. Not, I know some of it's not the nicest stuff in the world, but I mean, if I want one of my players to be a bit dirty, it's my uh, defensive lineman. Tackle. You, you, you want a scary person. Do you know what I mean? Like, a, yeah. and especially other players are clearly, clearly changing their, trying to change their uh, their face and what they are. But the Raiders of old would have taken Sue and and ate him. <laughs> do you know what I mean? They'd have, they'd, he'd have been a perfect raider back in the day, and I still think he could be um, if we don't actually uh, go through with that Collins deal, or if, even if we do, I'd still take a cheeky one year, and and Everson Griffin, and Dante Fowler, and, and Clowney, any one of them three. Yeah, I think I'd, I think all of these players are like that. What we talk, talked about with the one year sort of two year prove it, yeah. Deal, aren't they? I think all of these are going to go end up with that sort of sort of deal rather than anything long term. Because let's be honest now, the last few years, how many how many defensive linemen have come out and been absolute monsters? Like we're talking, both the Bosa brothers and and all of last season. Like I think majority of the first round of defensive lines and 
there are there are quite a lot of young defensive linemen coming through now. And let's be honest, uh, those five, those four or five people we just named, they're getting on. Yeah. They are getting old now, but they can still perform. So they're definitely going to get picked up. Uh, and just... they will make a difference on whichever team picked them up as well. Yeah, some of them are definitely difference makers. Um, linebacker is another one of these spots that is pretty even already. It's a uh, Raiders have signed up most of the good ones, haven't they? <laughs> yeah. yeah um, I mean, one one name is out there is to hear what Ed. He was a Raider last year. I mean, I don't think he had the greatest season in the world, did he? But he's he's a decent player. He's he's got the brain. I just don't think his body. Yeah. Is is more. I mean, when I met him last year. He he just screamed leader. He was he was just like, and especially when Van, um, when Berthick went down, he took he took the mantle and and led that defense. Uh, I just don't think his body's there no more. I don't think he's he's athletically there anymore um, to perform to the level that teams need him to perform, especially as a starting linebacker. But his personality and who he is is next to. But that doesn't mean anything on a football field when you need someone to perform and play and make plays. He missed, he missed too many tackles last year and too many coverages. And yeah, but when we released him, I was kind of kind of sad that we released him. I thought we could have given him like just one more year. Um, maybe if he would either took cheaper money, less money, um, and trained up whichever potential rookies we sign. Because his his heart and mentality is in the right place, but sometimes that's not good enough. No, yeah. So I think I think he will be playing, but yeah, I'm not sure he's going to be starting necessarily anywhere, is he? But no. yeah, um, corners again. There's some uh, good names out there. I think Chris Harris is like the big big name, and uh, I think I saw him link with the Cowboys. But um, I think he's a corner. He's not not young, but he's a. Uh, I think he still showed at the uh, Broncos last year that he can still do it and. He can still play. Yeah, definitely. I think he's. A, I think he'll be one of the sort of big signs over these next few years, won't he? Definitely. Where he will land, anyone's anyone's guess. Uh, but I don't think he's one of these players that plays for the money. No. I think you will get him quite quite cheap because he just wants to play. Yeah. Uh, but he, he once again he's not he's not a young he's not spring chicken, but then. Um, you could say the same about when Charles Woodson finished and hung it up. He was getting on, but he could still perform. Yeah. Um, so can Chris Harris. Like you say, last year for the Broncos, he played, well, most of his seasons, he's played excellent and consistency. And even if, you, even if you use him as a slot corner and not your one and two, you've still got a solid player there. Yeah, definitely. So I think he's uh, something that can really make a difference. And so you've got Jimmy Smith, Logan Ryan, but two good players, but... I mean, we'll move on to safety because, I mean, as we've been recording this, um, Eric Reed has tweeted out, it's been a pleasure, Carolina. I enjoy my time and the support I received from the fans, media, teammates and staff. They'll be remembered. Looking forward to further my career in another city. So that's a bit of a shock uh, move. Eric Reed's been assume, released by the Panthers. Um, I think he goes straight in as the best safety free agent, if he is a free agent, or maybe he's been traded. But, I mean, Reed's a really good player, isn't he? I think he made a difference on that Panthers defence when he joined, what, a season and a half ago now. Definitely, considering like he was a free agent in the first place. Like, yeah. why would you? Why would you let somebody of that caliber go? Yeah, um, it's really odd because I feel like they gave him a 
pretty decent deal at, like not that long ago. So I don't know what's happened to that one. I've just I've just googled it. Breaking by Sports Illustrated, the Panthers release Eric Reed. Yeah, so it's hard because uh, yeah, I'm not quite sure <laughs> what's uh, happened with it. So yeah, it's hard to sort of say too much. But yeah, I think he's uh, if you're looking at say then. I mean, I say it now. I'll take him. Yeah, definitely. I would. Uh, I'll take him. The Patriots need some safety help. We've got some good players, uh, but yeah, Reed's. Uh, I think Reed's a great player. I loved him at LSU back in. And the he's day only. Then. And he's only twenty-eight. He's not like he's old. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand this one. Yeah. I mean, I, I assume something's happened or so. I don't. I, yeah, it's. Uh, it seems a very odd move, doesn't it? He's, I was just looking at it. He signed a three-year, twenty-two million contract extension. In yeah. Le- well, just over a year now. So, yeah. So I had two years left on the deal, but yeah, let's say I released him, and I mean, I think yeah, say so goes straight in at the top of a pretty decent safety market. So I've got Malcolm Jenkins on the list, but I think he's heading to Saints. But so I've got players like Ha Ha, Kennington, Dix, Ron Bell, some good players there. But no, they are the the, the uh, DBs. This this free agency have um, asked for some money, and they've been given it. And the DB pool is quite quite nice, quite deep as well. Uh, so if you if you do need a DB, they're, they're all there. And Ha Ha Clinton, um, besides his name, <laughs> he he's a good player. He, he's a good player. Uh, I can't see why, for the first point, why the uh, the Packers got rid. No, it's, um, it is an odd one. But hey, he'll he will definitely get picked up. But I don't think he's getting picked up now after before before Eric Reed at least. Uh, but man. The um the free agency this this year has just been ridiculous. I mean, obviously into it we knew Tom Brady wasn't going for a contract and and all of that jazz. Uh, I don't think anyone predicted what anyone has predicted what's gone on this this free season. It's, uh, yeah, so thankful to have the NFL really to uh, <laughs> to have this crazy yeah. stuff. Because... Given given the the craziness that the world's experiencing, uh, we need some more craziness. Uh, to level it out. <laughs> yeah, and so there's still some. Uh, I'm sure there's some big stuff gonna happen soon. So yeah, really interested to see what happens. But yeah, that's uh, sort of brings us to an end, I guess. That's uh, all the big names we've spoken about. All the big signs. I'm sure there'll be some. There's probably been some as we've uh, been recording. But Reed was a big news. I was keeping a look, keeping an eye out. But yeah, Reed was a big news. But oh, thank you very much for coming on. Um, oh. where, where can people find you? Like, Twitter or wherever. Um, you anything you want to plug? Well, yeah. I mean, I'm on Twitter. Um, I've got my own personal account that I don't mind people looking for. That's the real Ray 1990. Uh, and if you're interested in checking out next season um, for the uh, the Raiders, you can look at the Raider podcast at the Raider Pod UK. Uh, that's about it, really, for me. I mean, I'm on Facebook. If you search for me, just but I. I don't really use that that much. Um, and the same with Instagram, hardly use that. But I do, obviously, as I mentioned at the beginning, run my own podcast um, based based around what I do, like, here and there, day to day. That's uh, Rambling. With, it's on every major uh, podcasting platform, your Spotify, your Apple Music, all that jazz. Um, I talk about, about sports, um, movies, music, basically anything that I'm interested in and I've done uh, prior to recording. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, make sure you uh, get on, go, to, go and give that a listen. Um, well, you can find us, we're at 1st and 10 underscore on Twitter and 1st uh, and 10 on Facebook. Make sure you give 
everyone's accounts I listen um, uh, follow because you know you might as well. What else are you doing in this uh, at the moment? <laughs> um, yeah, we'll be back tomorrow. I think Ross is joining me tomorrow. I think he's uh, around tomorrow. So yeah, we'll be back for a look at the latest crazy stuff going on in free agency. But yeah, until then, um, thanks again for coming on, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Oh, yeah, quickly before we go yeah, as well, yeah, I, I would just like to say a massive thank you to uh, to the First and Ten crew because, like right. I said at the beginning, without without you guys asking for people to come do podcast the NFL teams, I wouldn't have been into podcasting and I wouldn't have done my own podcast and I wouldn't have got to experience some of the stuff that I got to experience last year. Um, so yeah, big thank you to the First and Ten guys. Oh, no, uh, and they haven't asked me to say that. I've actually come <laughs> off my own back. Yeah, I didn't know uh, that was coming up. No, you, you, you are smashing. And then, yeah, just help these guys out as much as you can. And I can't, I can't say anything bad about them, to be fair. Oh, well, thanks a lot for that. That's a, that's a nice way to end, isn't it? No, thank you. Well, say thanks again. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see you tomorrow.